Hey everybody, welcome to the Oasis Podcast. It's me, Brennan, and I've got Jaina. Hi. And Ben. Finally, we've been doing this for like, this is our 12th one, and no, no, he finally, no, 14. 14th, oh, finally went to Jaina before Ben. <laughs> But I, I like to go in the, the order of the circle. Just, it's man, clockwise. It's I the way like we sit. Just, you said it the first two times, so then you had you to just got into it. Yeah. So Brennan's not sexist. I don't think so. Oh, I didn't think on. you were. I didn't think you were. Someone send Ben <laughs> At least cancel not because culture. Of this. <laughs> cancel culture. Someone send it to him. We just had an awesome conversation, and he's coming at me like that. <laughs> I love you, Jana. I love you oh, like thanks. a sister. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's healthy sisterly love right there, Ben. He doesn't even know what to do. Brothers and sisters in Christ. That's good. All right. Today we're talking about drinking uh, and specifically drinking soda water or diet pop. No, we're not talking about that. But that is what we're going to start with because we got to talk to Ben. He's got, he's got a diet pop thing. You just want to explain to us? So, yeah. I have an addictive personality. Just going to throw that out there. I actually, I'm going to get this out of there too as well. I struggled with addiction for like seven years with like alcohol addiction. And so I had to replace the alcohol with something else. And I hate water, even though we're, <laughs> it's the majority of what our body's made up, yeah, made up of. Necessary. And so like soda became the thing, which then that's why I blew up to 260 pounds drinking just sugar soda. <laughs> we're getting deep right away. Um, and so just diet, diet soda, man, anything, any Coke Zero, Dime, I don't have a favorite drink. I don't like mm-hmm. like soda water, like mm-hmm. the Bub Buble, Michael Buble drinks, Michael Buble. the Lacrae drink. Oh, the- <laughs> this guy. <laughs> um, but soda, man, I love. I like to a fault. Maybe we could have a conversation about it. But yeah, another podcast. Die Mountain Dew, Die Coke are the go-to Coke Zero. Mm-hmm. And then Jane and I, soda water. Yeah, I love it. What's your yes. best? What's the best Lacroix joke? Make fun um, of you've heard. I love the one when they're like. It got shipped in a container that also contained one strawberry. Yeah, that's so good. Or like someone whispered orange yeah. into the can. Yes. I don't know. I've never heard these jokes You've before. never heard oh, them? They're never. So funny. Oh, they're so it tastes funny. like TV static. Yeah. Like, so funny. I thought my Lecrae joke was funny. That was good. I liked that. I don't, I don't love it, but it happened. No, we're not actually talking about those kind of drinks. We're talking about the alcoholic kind and mm-hmm. what it dun, means dun, dun. as a Christian to navigate this world of drinking. So a ton of you listening are young adults, uh, most of you probably, and because of that, you're in an area of life where the 21 birthday comes around, I mean, you're experimenting with alcohol and drinking, and then there's the Jesus thing that's getting added into that, hopefully dominating your life, if, if we could be <laughs> honest, that's what we'd yeah. like, I mean, Jesus is your everything. But in that, we need to have a conversation about this. Is So let's just start right at the beginning and ask, is drinking wrong? Like, as the three of us on a church staff, would we say that? Yeah, probably. Like, if you drank your pie. <laughs> I think no. every pod, the last I, I got to do it. I got to be that. the weird dad <laughs> joke like, garbage yeah. thing. Going straight um, in with the. No, no. We, they, I don't think it's healthy f- when the church makes the black and white rule that all drinking is wrong. Hmm. So you're saying we could have a diet soda, but we definitely can't have, like, you can't go drink a bush, right? I, I think we should probably get rid of everything that isn't water and meat and rice. <laughs> but no vegetables for you? Zero. No, I'm just joking about Tibet. <laughs> crazy. He loves yeah. a good bush latte. Never had it. No, I'm just kidding. He doesn't drink either. But, Jaina, what do you think? Is it wrong? No, I don't think so. I would agree with Ben that um, to mandate something like that when maybe we don't have a clear this is black or white mm-hmm. answer is 
an abuse probably of the power. And I you don't call know. that what, Ben? <laughs> when you make something black and white that's not black and white? Legalism. Legalism. Uh-oh. So there's that tag. I'm glad I remembered. Because I think that's I've said that I've said that to you. You said that a yeah, lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, man, I got ner- I got nervous. Because yeah. the church is always about doing, st- and we're gonna have another podcast talk yeah. about gray areas. But mm-hmm. a lot of times, too often, we want to make gray things black and white. Yeah, super mm-hmm. good. So yeah, we, we have, wa- don't add to scripture. What's not there? So yeah, yeah we've called so this a gray area. What does that mean? So if we're not gonna say it's wrong, yeah. we're gonna say it's a gray area. Someone listening may never have heard that term or For sure. understand what we're talking about. Yep. So what are you saying? Yeah, I mean, we when from a Christian perspective, follower of Jesus perspective, for us, this is not laid out clearly in Scripture. Mm. Um, so it's like, okay, this is a gray area. This, that means that there's personal conviction that comes alongside it. That means everyone's going to have a different conviction um, on, on this when it isn't clearly spelled out for mm. us um, Yeah, in the Bible. So, so go there. In the Bible, what is it saying about yeah, drinking? We know for sure uh, Scripture says, do not get drunk. Um, do not get drunk with wine. Ephesians, that's debauchery, but be filled with the Spirit. Get drunk on the Holy Spirit, apparently is okay. Just not drunk with wine. <laughs> Think about it. No. Think about it. Um, yeah, and then any list of sin that you read in the New Testament usually almost always has drunkenness or drunkardness, mm-hmm. but it doesn't give the clear black and white of no drinking. Mm-hmm. Jesus had wine. Yeah. The, the communion that was had at the, at the dinner table, the bread and the wine, was actual wine. Turn that water into wine, too. Yeah, John, too. Party. He got a lot and of it people. Was, and it was the best wine. <laughs> the best Drinking. wine. He saved the best yeah. for Jesus last. Jesus was His the first miracle. He was the best. He was pro-alcohol. Wine maker. <laughs> what are they called? <laughs> what, are you, what do you call wine person? Probably a wineman. That's not <laughs> That's not uh, it. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's it. Owner? I, don't, ooh, I don't know. Sure, something like I don't that. Know. That's just me. So when, when does it... How do you navigate it, then? So does each one of us pick our own definition of what what drinking is wrong, what drinking is right, what we can drink, how much we can drink. Yeah. Like how do you navigate that as a yeah. Christian? Uh, fully look into what you know, be scripture oriented, um, have people in your life that you can have healthy conversation around that don't always have either. I, don't, I think ne- I have a bias on this. Like mm-hmm. I said, like I, I, I've struggled with addiction with this, with specifically alcohol. So I know I have a bias coming into that conversation. So for me in having this conversation, I have to recognize the gray area in it, the grayness of it, and not put my personal conviction because of my past of not wanting to drink. And I could put because of my job, but I don't drink because my job tells me I can't. I don't drink because of my past behind it. But that conviction shouldn't be put on anyone else. So it's healthy conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, like, do you want me to get into the scripture of, I mean, we can't, we're told not to be mastered by anything. It says in scripture in Corinthians, Paul goes to, I have the right to do anything, but not everything is beneficial. And I definitely don't want to be mastered by anything. Mm-hmm. So like in all areas of life, if I'm mastered by it, it's an issue. Yeah. So I think one of the things that we're going to start here is to go over some harms of what we would perceive that can come from drinking, but then especially drunkenness. And we'll make that distinction when we're going through it. Because the scripture is very clear on drunkenness, but like Ben said, the gray area comes from the term drinking, having and a couple alcoholic beverages. So what are some harms that can just be on just drinking before we get to drunkenness? Yeah, it can easily become something that you rely on um, or that you use as a form of escapism. Um, And so if escapism is basically just avoiding the problems in your life, avoiding things you don't want to deal with that are difficult, um, so you drink or you use a variety of other things. You can do it with food. You can do it with TV. Um, You can use anything to escape from the problems that you're experiencing instead of actually dealing with them. them. And then also just like reliance on something other than Jesus. Like we're told to put our trust and our faith into God um, for all things, but um, we can easily do that with drinking and have a reliance on 
the drink mm -hmm. to fulfill something in our life. So you're telling me I come home from a tough day at work and I can't have a beer or can't have a glass of wine because I didn't take it to Jesus? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a difference between wanting to end the day with a, just a nice relaxing glass of something or a drink of something mm -hmm. than needing it at the end of the day. Yeah, like, that's good. Like, oh, this was a hard day. I have to have a drink in order to relax. Mm -hmm. or, yeah. That's good. And, and <clears throat> yeah, the question is, can you go a season without it? If you can't, that's probably a good deter mm -hmm. determining factor on yeah, yeah. this uh, something that owns you. I know you're passionate about the next one, so I'll let you take it. What's another harm of just drinking? Oh, man. So in our context, you guys, <laughs> I love you to death. A lot of young adults listen to this. A lot of college students, which we, is our ministry, college young adult. Um, the, the, the party culture that exists, I think, even as an oppressive, like almost systematic reality mm -hmm. in college towns is real. It's even um, downtowns and college towns are set up. For you to go and party um we're in the midst of COVID, and what's getting blamed for the for the spread of of this virus is house parties mm -hmm. because that's the college thing to do uh and so party culture is i think very very dangerous it's it's an experience that that you think you have to chase because it's a part of the experience of being a college student that ultimately becomes an incredible negative in your mm -hmm. life because you allow it to control you yeah, and even to rephrase that a little bit, it's almost like the culture is telling you have to participate yeah. in this mm -hmm. kind of right. way. Oh, absolutely. And that's what Ben's saying here is where mm -hmm. it's like when it comes to drinking, not even drunkenness in party yeah. culture, but just drinking. The college experience, the mm -hmm. adult experience, the 21st birthday says you have to. Yeah. Absolutely. And as Christians, you don't have to do anything yep. Jesus isn't calling you to do. That's good. So just try and find that distinction. So let's move to, to drunkenness because that is the thing the Bible can become black and white on. So what are those harms that come from drunkenness that the Bible is trying to help protect you from? Yeah, you're not able to, First Peter 5 eight, be sober-minded, be watchful. I mean, it's, 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 it's you're not able to actually be fully aware if you're drunk. Mm -hmm. It's you've had so much that you are mentally impaired, which is unhealthy. Yeah, <laughs> and that Absolutely. hurts not only your relationship with people sometimes, yeah. as you mm -hmm. say and do, and make mistakes in that way, but your relationship with God. Yeah, any sin. That's a sin. Yeah, When you're sin. going against anything God has asked you to do, mm -hmm. your and a relationship becomes altered. And it's driving a wedge between you and God in no. that. So it can become something that's actually separating you from your Heavenly Father when Jesus is paying the penalty to cover the sin to bring you back together. So you're almost going against what Jesus is trying to... He, he bought that back, and you're just not respecting yeah. Him giving His life for that. Yeah, I mean, you can things? lead in that very easily into conversation on your witness and your perception as a Christian. Mm -hmm. You know, if the Bible says very clearly that this is wrong and not to do this, and as you blatantly sin in that way, you're you're losing your credibility as a Christian and you're misrepresenting Christianity and God. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> no ben, deal. what do you want to say to our under 21-year-olds? Don't drink. <laughs> ben, why would you like to say that? Romans 13. Uh, the, we have governmental authority put over us, um, whether we like it or not. Mm -hmm. um, but right now, the state of South Dakota has a law that says if you're under 21, you can't drink. And Jesus in Scripture tells us to respect authority and laws put in place. Mm -hmm. uh, and so we need to respect that law, yeah, whether we like it or not. Yep. People don't love that answer. Nope. But it's good submission it's a, it's a part of it it's a part yeah. of it oh, totally yep. and then i'll throw it back to you one last time but the last piece would be addiction yeah man mm -hmm. i think what, what we actually don't know and i think what a lot of college students don't understand is um there's there's two sides of this there's an addiction that has become a part of your life to the extent that it has a control over you and 
almost like it's classified as a disease, which is incredibly mm-hmm. unhealthy. But mm-hmm. then there's alcohol abuse. And what happens a lot with college students, with with young adults, um, is the not just getting drunk, but the drinking becomes abuse, and that abuse can easily coattail into addiction, mm-hmm. and they don't mm-hmm. recognize it. Like, there's a lot of people that we actually don't know, and I bet a lot of people in your guys' life that you actually don't know, or I think would have an assumption that think they have control over their alcohol use when they actually don't. Mm-hmm. It just it's a, it's dangerous. It's yeah. incredibly dangerous. It ruins lives, ruins families. Yeah, yeah. Where we want to take the conversation next is the other half of the drinking conversation, which is we've struggled to put a term to it. <laughs> That's Honestly, we have yeah. because mm-hmm. the other one we can easily label harms because it can be destructive to you and to your relationship yes. with Jesus. Yeah. We don't really, we put the word benefits at first and struggled yeah. because it doesn't necessarily, th- th- it depends on how you do- define benefits. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, is it adding value to your life? Is it, what is it? doing when it says benefits but really what we want to say is what makes it not black and white good what's the mm-hmm. other half that makes it not what what puts it in a gray area so are there things that fall in that category and they'll understand better when we give examples but for sure um yeah i mean one of the big ones that i think probably most people use as an argument argument um for drinking is just that it's an opportunity for socialization whether you're you know, going with your group of friends to a restaurant and you're going to get wine with your dinner or you're going to go to the bar and maybe spend time with friends. It's an opportunity to socialize or you're going to hang out at someone's house and have mm-hmm. a drink. Like it's a just a normal thing that people use as a part of their socialization yeah. process. Point I don't of know, connection. my thoughts. Yeah, no, but, that's yeah, good. Totally. And yeah. then I would say, yeah, point of connection where like mm. you can be put in, you could go to a bar that you wouldn't necessarily go to and have a drink and maybe meet someone or someone yeah. through that mm-hmm. or different things like that. And as long as you're being healthy with it and having a drink and not pursuing drunkenness and you can maintain positive witness and mm-hmm. have a realistic conversation and connect with that person, I think that could be a benefit as well. And this is where personal conviction comes in because yeah. mm-hmm. I think that you can still do that stuff without having a drink mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, personally. Mm-hmm. So that's why we had. I think we struggled with putting benefit on it. Mm-hmm. But like in my conviction and in my past, whatever, like bringing that stuff up, it's – I can go and have and have done this. I've done this where I've gone to bars, not even to evangelize, and I got to go share Jesus with everyone. It's like now I have friends who drank, and we went downtown, we hung out, and it was like mm-hmm. we had fun. Mm-hmm. I didn't drink, I didn't need to, and I was still able to socialize and have a conversation and build a relationship. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's what's hard about this area is there's personal conviction that comes in, there's boundaries that you need to watch and and, and watch out for. And when something like this, like I think I can make the same argument for soda, which I love soda, mm-hmm. is it actually doesn't add or harm when I'm doing it healthily mm-hmm. in the midst of that in, in the midst of that context and that mm-hmm. situation mm-hmm. and so it's that's why it's black or gray yeah and not black and white mm-hmm. yeah and and then where, where sometimes you can argue on the other side is people just like a beer mm-hmm. people yeah. like wine and that yes. personal happiness yep. or whatever mm-hmm. satisfaction that yeah. brings you could be labeled as a benefit not a necessi- yes. necessity no. yeah. not a necessity. and that's a i think is a great distinction there's one more I, we probably missed that we can talk about but just hobbies and interests this mm-hmm. is this is the would be the one i would point to to where okay you can make a really good argument here yeah now in our context i don't think this is real <laughs> but when you go west coast when you go mm-hmm. to like i mean minneapolis has actually really good like local brewing um atmosphere and environment uh, and, and there's just different spots around the country. Again, I don't think this is Brookings, South Dakota, personally. <laughs> but um, 
when it becomes such a thing that the you as a creation are enjoying something else that's been created, it's 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 an enjoyment of life type of thing that it becomes mm-hmm. that hobby or interest. Again, it's as long as it doesn't master you, mm-hmm. that's fine. Mm-hmm. So like mm-hmm. the same way I get enjoyment out of hitting a really good golf shot. Like that's a hobby. It's an interest that I have. I love doing it. Like some people have this experience of tasting a really good local whatever uh, beer. Mm-hmm. Like I've never felt that. I've never pursued it that way. I don't want to and don't have that whatever conviction or interest to. But some people get that 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 satisfaction of this enjoying the things of life. Mm-hmm. But again, this is where just know the boundaries. Know mm-hmm. what's healthy. Yeah. 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 No, totally. And is there any advice you put here at the end we kind of sprinkled it throughout but i think we've got a couple things that we'll talk about that'll just sum up the conversation yeah i think uh, we've yeah i mentioned it several times but having healthy checks if being aware of what's mastering you is it something that you can give up for a season of time or is it something you absolutely need and if you can't give it up if you absolutely need it then there's an unhealthy practice there yeah and that could go with anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, like, absolutely. sorry, go ahead. Yeah, yeah getting good people in your life to, that can mm-hmm. speak into it. Yes. And, yeah. and especially in our culture and our context with young adults and stuff, what if you stop drinking? What would your friends do? Mm-hmm. Like, are your relationships built on it? Like, those yeah. kind of things. If you yeah. don't go downtown anymore, even if you're not getting drunk, and but you can't, like, that kind of idea mm-hmm. where it's like, just making sure, can I abstain from this for a month, for two months, yeah. and mm-hmm. try that. Like, intentionally do that fast from mm-hmm. drinking. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And see what, see what it's happens. It's a great check. Yeah. So yeah. good, yeah. I was thinking too, Ben, you just said earlier that there are probably people in your life who are, in a they, like, they are abusing this and you don't even know. Yeah. So what would it, if you feel like you don't need a drink or you are the person that now is going to step out of that societal norm, like now you've opened up an opportunity for maybe you to connect with the people in your life and have harder conversations where mm-hmm. they might not have yeah. come from before. Yeah. So that could be a real yeah, and benefit. You could totally even go into the whole idea when Paul's teaching to the Corinthians, I think is who it is, but he's, or maybe it's the Romans, Ben will correct me, but he's teaching them <laughs> that uh, about the eating the sacrificial yeah, food. Yeah, Romans, yeah. It's both. Yeah, he it's says both. both. Yep. So he's teaching them not to eat the sacrificial food, not because it's, it's mm-hmm. bad food, yeah. But yeah. because it's gonna help, it's gonna harm the people. It's gonna be a stumbling block for yes. the people watching them eat mm-hmm. the food. Yeah. So drinking doesn't necessarily need to be something that is bad for you. Yes. But mm-hmm. it could be a stumbling block for the people around. Know you. your relationships. Yeah. So then you just gotta check with your family and friends just to be really, really yeah. ultra careful with a topic like this yeah. because mm-hmm. it could be a problem. Romans fourteen. Yeah. It's good not to eat meat or drink wine or do anything that causes your brother to stumble. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then there's the two black and whites right at the end. Let's give it to Is them Is there again. only two? <laughs> two? I think so, right? <laughs> um, we know it's not get drunk. Yep. Do yep. not get drunk, mm-hmm. uh, which a part of that is knowing yourself well. But also, why would you even want to get close to testing the limit of that? Seems super unhealthy to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, government authority recognize that if mm-hmm. you're under 21, our, our state law says you can't drink, whether you mm-hmm. like it or not. That's mm-hmm. reality. And then I still, yep. I would put the black and white in there of do not, like it's a, it's a, Command given to us, we are not to do anything to make our brother or sister stumble. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I would put that in there, yeah. but you got to know your relationship. Well, that one takes time. Mm-hmm. That one takes intentionality. That one takes knowing your relationships and, mm-hmm. and conversations and sometimes tough ones. Yeah. Well, that's the the three of us fun haters ruining your <laughs> Tuesday. <laughs> Sorry, guys. So your Wednesday through Friday plans might be canceled yeah. now. But like, in, us, but. yeah, and in all reality, like. There's nothing, and I, and I love saying this to, to, to students and young adults and, and just anyone that I come in contact with, it's 
there's nothing that you're going to come up to me or Dana or Brennan and really surprise us with. Mm-hmm. So if you have a, co- a question, if you're struggling with something or don't agree, contact yeah. us. Like we'd love to get into just encouraging you and having a good conversation on, on answering any types of questions. But like, I think what's tough about alcohol is the slippery slope that it does come, that addiction is a disease and it can become a disease. Um, and we just, if we're not careful and don't have, I think good, good people in our life to encourage us to, to ask good questions. Like for me, I know something is becoming a master if I'm asked by my wife to stop doing it and I get defensive. Mm. So mm. like, just know like, okay, do you have people even in your life who can ask that, mm-hmm. who can yeah, challenge you in those areas? I don't know. Just, mm-hmm. yeah. Make sure you have people in your life who love you. You know, we do, but Ben, are you telling me there's people at Oasis who abuse drinking? I, there's there's people at Grace Point who abuse oh, drinking. Man. <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> yeah. And they don't what's what's hard is some of you don't know you do. Mm-hmm. And so just yeah, it's a good check. Put and you're still in your welcome. Life. Oh, we oh, love absolutely. you. Hundred yeah. percent. Oh man. But that's where people get crazy. Man, if sinners don't if man, there's a lot of different kinds of sin out there. Mm-hmm. And if sinners aren't welcome in the church, then I shouldn't be here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So good. Mm-hmm. We love you guys. This yeah. is this yeah. is a tough conversation. It's, it's a weird it's conversation, a weird yeah. but I think it can be beneficial to you Absolutely. just to learn to think about and explore for yourself. So uh, that's it from yeah. the conversation for today. But we love you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. See you next week. Yep. Yeah. Bye.